Good afternoon, Los Angeles and all of Southern California. I'm Farley Malaris, and you're listening to Astrological Metaphysical Radio, the phenomenon of the 80s. On KFOX 93.5 FM, your talk alternative. All right, Southern California. Well, I hope you're having a good day today. Let's turn down some of this music. I have a very good topic for you today. It is called Visualization Meditation. And along the lines of people that are in trouble as far as things not going their way in their lives, especially if you are in a hard transit and sometimes things aren't going your way, a lot of times the reason why things aren't going your way is because the way you want it to go or the way you'd like it to go may not really be logical. Oftentimes you're involved with other people whose powers of visualization, whether they know it or not, are going a different direction than yours, okay? Or there may be a karma involved, which might make it impossible to even visualize uh, the ideal state that you would want. So, you know, if you're obsessed with something or someone and it's karmic and it's not meant to be, then oftentimes, no matter what you do to try to visualize it, you can't change it. A lot of times when using visualization and meditation, I like to be aware of what is possible, what is plausible, what is logical to occur. In other words, if something is logical and if you're not up against a lot of other people trying to visualize something different, or if you're not dealing with a karma that you know needs to be processed, then the likelihood of you visualizing an alternative situation to improve your life is very possible. I'm talking about basic needs often too, like basic needs in relationships, not being too specific, but just trying to visualize, quote unquote, a stable relationship. If you try to visualize something too specific, like a relationship with Roger Daltrey or Annette Funicello, it might be a little tougher to manifest something like that. But if you just try to visualize something general, oftentimes it'll be a lot more easier to occur. A lot of you are having tough transits. Many of you call me up and want to know about your career and relationships and your love and finances. No matter what kind of hard transit you're having in astrology, the power of visualizing things, especially in general, can be a very, very powerful tool. So I am going to give you that technique today. Now, I realize today is a special day. I've received many, many wishes, kind wishes from people, and I really do appreciate that. And if you want to wish me something well today, then just ask me, how am I? And send me on to a nice day. I'm aware that everyone wants me to have a happy birthday. Frankly, when you're 40, (laughs) you've been wished happy birthday enough. And I frankly don't feel like being reminded anymore that it's my birthday. So if anyone wishes me a happy birthday today, I'm going to blow them off the line. That's all, you know. So if you really love me, just say, Farley, how you doing? And I'll say, I'm fine. And that'll be the same as saying happy birthday. Right, Pop? Isn't that right, Dad? Yo! Yo, Farley! Happy birthday! Happy birthday! Happy birthday! You turkeys! Happy birthday! Jim Flip and all the gang down at Benoit Novelty! Happy birthday and a healthy birthday and continued success in your endeavors! Real good, Pop! Real good! We got a big cake for you! So we're going to celebrate with you tonight. Uh, all right. And we'll help everybody appreciate the fact that you're a hard-working down... What do you say, down? Good, good. <laughs> I'm a hard-working down, that's right. <laughs> well, listen, thanks, Amelia. I, I, you just re- wished me a happy birthday for the whole world, so now no one has to call and do it, right? Well, it's up to them. <laughs> no, come on. That's I, I really... 
I've been wished happy birthday enough in my life. That's enough. Anyway, I really do appreciate that. All right, Bobby. Have a good day, and uh, and we won't say it anymore. We won't aggravate you. Yeah, tell Sydney to come on by if he wants, okay? All right. All right. Tell Sydney if he wants to come on by tonight. Yeah. You can come on by. You got it. Bye. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> I just said, don't wish me happy birthday, and then bingo, I get hit in the head. Of okay, please, please. Okay, I'm going to visualize no one else wishing me happy birthday, please, today. No more. Phone's been ringing, and people do that. I feel sorry for people like Michael Jackson and President Reagan. They get hit with all this, too much attention, you know? It's just too much attention. Forget it, you know? Let go of the ego. Release the ego. It's no big deal. I'm sorry I mentioned that it was my birthday today. Forgive me for it. All right. Well, just welcome to an ordinary edition to Astrological Metaphysical Radio. And now... Let's get on to the topic here, if I can get my composure, for sure. Okay, so let's talk about this topic here, visualization, meditation. A lot of you out there, especially the late mutables, if you are people out there with late mutable planets, late Gemini, late Pisces, late Virgo, late Sagittarius, you're fighting a double whammy from the Saturn-Uranus conjunction in Sag. There's some oppositions, there's some squares, and there's some T-squares and grand squares going on. A lot of you out there are in situations, very, very uncomfortable situations, where you wake up every morning and your life isn't the way you'd like it to be. Do you ever wake up in the morning and then facing life during the day is like, oh, shoot, this is like, oh, you know, you wake up and you just, it's like you stepped in something and you can't get it off. This is, people, this is not the way you should live your life. When Farley Mallers wakes up in the morning, I am so excited about every single day. When I wake up in the morning, I look at my life, I look in the mirror, I take some deep breaths, I grace myself, my life, the world, and the day. I'm so happy, I'm so excited that I'm alive, that I'm healthy, all my limbs are intact, I have my feelings intact, my eyesight, my hearing, I have some food in the refrigerator, the rent's paid, my animals are fed, I feel good, I wake up in the morning, and every day is supposed to be fun. This was not meant to be a torture center or a punishment. Life on earth is not meant to be hell. Life on earth was meant to be enjoyed and to bask in. I want you to be aware of one vital metaphysical fact, and that is that third dimensional existence is a participation by souls that are all connected to a main source of power and energy, the source of all light in the universe, which we can identify as God. And there is an identity pattern inside of this source that exists inside of each and every one of us. So life on Earth is typically an expression of billions of individual terminals of this one significant force. So what this force is doing is it's creating multiple soap opera situations, multiple experiences, so it can evolve as a whole. Now these experiences, the way they are created, is like what we call a mega Hollywood type situation, meaning that we are literally producing and directing an extremely sophisticated movie here on Earth. In fact, we will call this a holographic projection, which means that life on Earth is a projection of energy particles that we believe are real, but in fact they are just an experience. It's just like reading a book or watching a TV show or looking at a movie, and it saddens me how so many of us take their individual terminal power and they create tragedy and nightmare and depression and waking up in the morning and like they stepped in something and like, oh my God, what is going on? You see, the mind is a very powerful vehicle. And the body that we live in actually is the transmitter that is used 
to project the vibrations that are sent from the mind. The way that God works, God uses the human body as a vehicle to create. That's right, through our individual terminals. And the soul communicates to this body from the mind to the brain, which is like a computer terminal filled with memory, which means that the God force and its individual creative process inside of each and every human being literally is an artist and a sculptor of an individual life experience. Now, people have to hold themselves, if they don't, they should hold themselves totally responsible for everything in their lives. No question about that. Which means everything you got is because you made it. I'm sorry, if you don't like that, then maybe you want to listen to Mickey Mouse today. But the truth is, is that metaphysics works because it's a God force, a creative process. The individual human being is responsible for each and every particle in their life. You're the center of the universe. You create everything that is reflected from your body. No matter what situation you're in, you have no one to blame but yourself. So if you had a tough childhood, if you had strange crimes affecting your life, if you were in an uncomfortable situation, there's a heavy vibration being returned. There's a karmic reason why things happen. God forbid, I'm sorry if you've manifested a disease or if you've manifested living with a wife beater or if you manifested living in a family where the parents or the relatives would abuse you. There's a method to the madness as to how this universe works. What goes out comes back. In many people's creative force, people create nightmares. In following lifetimes, they come back and they finally witness and experience what they've created. A lot of you have been pirates. A lot of you have been Vikings who have raped and pillaged. A lot of you have been criminals. There has not been a pleasant history on this planet up till now. There has been lots of torture, death, and suffering. People come to me and they say, Farley, why did I have such a traumatic childhood? Why was my Uncle Harold so weird and perverse with me? Why was the next door neighbor so weird? Why did I have this rape situation when I was 12? You know, there's strange things that occur to us. A lot of it, in my opinion, can be let go of and processed by understanding the metaphysical explanation, by regressing yourself and plugging into what you yourself might have been capable of doing. If you were a victimizer or a womanizer or a manizer in a past life where you used and abused everyone you came in contact with, it would make sense that you would come back as a gentle, sensitive, tender, vulnerable, attractive woman that might be set up as the victim and the person to be used and manipulated in this lifetime. On the other hand, if you were someone that was rejecting men and treating them like trash, then you might come back as a man who would be set up for multiple rejection and being treated like trash. See? So a lot of things come back in this energy system. It's like a piston. It goes up and it comes down, and there's lots of pistons, there's lots of things going on, and we are creating an, a massive life experience, and everything we are doing is for a very important reason, a karmic force that we must experience in order to have the choice of evolution or degrowth, depending on what the choice is. So the purpose of today's topic is to let you know that you are in a position to finally forgive yourself and forgive this world and this planet and all the people on it, understanding what is going on now in this process and hopefully getting on a new system, now that you understand the process, to try to create positive energies. Because a lot of you have been living an eternal existence of being masters. You should receive an Academy Award for worrying, negative thinking, self-deprivation, low self-esteem, low self-criticism. There isn't near enough practice of positive affirmation, positive assertion, positive confidence, and positive visualization. I spend the majority of my day visualizing good things every day, almost all day long. 
I cannot stand people that are negative. They bug me. And you know what? I will not have them around me or in my life for any reason. And if you have people in your life that are negative, what they're doing is they're using their creative process to visualize and worry and manifest negative crap to happen in their lives. And because you're around, it's happening in your life too. Now, in the second process, the second segment of this show, I am going to give you my personal exercise, visualization, meditation, as how you can improve your life. If you believe, if you manifest and harness the power of God and the power of your mind, now understanding this system, I believe that you can turn it all around for the better, for the positive. And like I said, a lot of you are having hard transits. I know the more obsessed and material you are, more third-dimensional you are, the more you feel your planets, the more you are subjected to traumatic transits affecting you in your life because you won't let go of things outside of your body when you know they're anchoring you or holding you down. So a part of understanding astrology, a big part of understanding astrology is understanding the system and eventually overcoming the system and its pull to your obsessions and negative creative process. Okay, now anyway, let's get into this meditation process. Now, first of all, remember that part of the power of God to use it to use the power of mind, it's always important to say blessings. Saying a blessing unto yourself and unto the world, a selfless blessing. Surrounding yourself with love and bright, blinding white light. I like to put myself in a big snowball, a big bubble of white light when I meditate. Also, try not to be too selfish. Let's not try to visualize a Howard Hughes empire with a Marilyn Monroe wife or something. Come on. You have to be humble with this power or it's just not going to work. A lot of people say, well, I visualize trying to be with Robert Redford, but it just doesn't work for Come on. Like, just visualizing a stable relationship, visualizing a stable career, making the characters anonymous is what's going to work. If you try to visualize a good marriage with a bad marriage that doesn't work with a current husband, look out. Because he may not be visualizing what you're visualizing. His creative process could be on a total different track. If you do have cooperation, then maybe the both of you can change it. But a lot of times, those of you that have been obsessed with this one person that you can't have for five years, and you think you're going to visualize them into your life, I hate to mislead you, but it might happen one in a thousand, but you're playing the long odds. The power is a basic power. It's a simple power. It's even like a sense, but just like breathing comes natural, and just like the beating of the heart comes natural, visualization is also that comes natural and humble and selfless, and gentle, and it should be basic, and simple, and general, and let's keep names and pictures as far as specifics out of this. What we're doing is we're creating a cartoon in our mind, a happy cartoon filled with anonymous people, new people, perhaps, that are being happy and loving. If you got a bad relationship with your mother, your father, your sister, your brother, it could be a karma. So no matter how hard you visualize, because you're up against the karma of whatever they're visualizing or the negative, a lot of times you're bucking a wall. I, I don't want to mislead you, but everybody has the power of God. And when God tries to manifest what another God terminal wants to manifest, different look out, because it's like the clash of the titans and you got a problem. So what you want to do is put yourself in the center of the universe and in a humble, selfless state, create something simple, something positive, something loving and gentle that will help your life. It's that simple. So once you've blessed yourself and graced yourself and gotten to this humble, gentle, simple, basic, consciousness, you put yourself in a lotus position or a relaxed position in a chair or a recliner, 20 minutes a day, maybe twice a day, once in the morning before the morning meal and once in the afternoon before the evening meal, and hopefully you'll put yourself in a quiet environment 
tell the kids to take a walk or let them know this is mommy's private time or daddy's private time, whatever. And put yourself in a position where you can close your eyes without going to sleep. Count down from maybe 15 to 0. I like to go 15, relax, and 14, relax, and, and 13, the light, and 12, the love, and 11, no stress. Just say words between the numbers that calm you down and center you and center you. And you'll get into this floating state. Sometimes you'll see waves. Congratulations, you're an alpha if that happens. But once you get down in this state, then you are getting plugged in to a part of your mind that is very powerful, that can manifest things. This is a part of your mind you're always in touch with when you're worrying, when you're negative, when you're insecure, when you have low self-esteem, and when you're pouring negative manifestation into it. So now you have a chance to magnify this power and pour some positive things into it. So what I would do, for example, is I put myself in this state and I visualized myself walking down a yellow brick road with a beautiful princess holding her hand and we're almost floating on our feet and we're hugging, we're embracing, we're kissing. I see almost a unity in the two people and we just ascend into the light, into the clouds together. It's blissful. I'm tingling. I don't even need to feel the person there physically because I'm there. I'm already one with this person. And I feel that relationship and it is so beautiful. It is so wonderful. It is such a bath. I'm taking a bath in this visualization as I see this beautiful mate that I see will be really good for me. A perfect ideal. I may have a couple of human faults, which I will accept, but perhaps. But the visualization of the stability and the laughing and the fun and the excitement and the joy, and the caring, and the romance, and the passion, if you want that, and the spiritual connection. And you visualize the qualities that you desire in a mate, and you see it transpiring every day, and every week, and week to week, and month to month, and years to years. Maybe you visualize yourself in an altar with all these happy people, and all these flowers, and rice being thrown on you, and it's just a wonderful experience. See, it's much easier to visualize an anonymous character than to try to be too selfish and ask for something too karmic. Because sometimes the universe will deliver you something that will be better for you than what you think is good. You don't always know what's good for you. Did you know in life when we talk about karma, there's two kinds of people you love. You love people that are truly good for you and they're like twin flame soulmates. You also fall in love with your worst enemies from past lives. And that's the karma. So before you sit down and visualize and manifest somebody you're obsessed with who's probably very karmic, somebody who would probably end up devastating you at the end, just use a general anonymous visualization of my advice and see if it doesn't work. Then you want to visualize the bank, right? The bank is now turned into a Fort Knox. It's all gold, and you own it. And all the tellers and the bank officers love you. They know you by first and last name. Hi, Farley. You want to use the VIP window today? Got a deposit for us, kid? You're going to the bank every day. You have a lot of checks. In fact, you have cash. You're making a lot of money. You're an entrepreneur now. You're a business person. You're an actor. You're a celebrity. You're a superstar. You're humble because you're sharing with people. You're making donations. You're being philanthropical about it. People look at you and they say, what a good soul this person has because he cares about the earth. And you're visualizing prosperity in your life. And then you're at work and you're having fun with the people. You're laughing while you're making money with them. They're laughing. <laughs> Look at this check we just got in the mail. And you get 20% commission on it. This is the cartoon dream that you have in your mind. And you practice it every day, twice a day, in the car. Instead of smoking a cigarette when you're in the bathroom, use your visualization meditation. 
and visualize clear lungs, healthy lungs. You don't need to smoke anymore. You're free of it. You don't need to start coke anymore. You don't need to eat as much meat as you've been eating. You love the animals. They're your friends. You're picturing better health, clear vital organs. There's all types of things you can use in this visualization meditation, but it's powerful. And even though you're having a transit and you're a good astrology person and you know life is tough now, you get into your dream world in the visualization meditation and you use my crystals, you hold them in your palms when you're meditating, then you can create a happier life and learn mantras. Practice using mantras. This is one I like to use to use the epitome of perfect life balance for visualization meditation. My mind is a clear blue lake, deep, calm, and serene. I am at peace with myself and the world. I reflect the divine light. I am strong. I am loving. I am loved. I am in control of my destiny. I create a perfect and loving personality. Prosperity and comfort surrounds me. I am aware of my mind and all of its aspects. My thoughts are peaceful, calm, and confident. The glowing circle of God's love envelops my mind. I'm secure. I'm creative. Health and vitality flow through my mind and my body. I am blessed with the abundance of God's love. With harmony and love, I share my blessings with all living things. My soul is immortal. I open myself to the light of truth and receive divine inspiration. I am successful. With faith in God and myself, I elevate my goals in life to harmonize with the true spiritual purpose of my existence. I enter into the fulfillment of my being and live forever in the light of God's love. Now that's where I've come to in my meditation. I've created a long mantra that I memorized, right? And it was given to me. And I sit down and I say that mantra and I visualize that humble, selfless vibration and it works. It supplements and reinforces my life and my spirit. And that is my gift to you today on your birthday. So happy birthday to you. And that's our topic. Our topic, visualization, meditation. Let's go to the phones now. And let's go, first of all, to Delori, who's been hanging on for the longest time. Sad Scorpio rising. And how are you? Hi, Farley. Greetings. So how are you? I'm fine, thanks. I'm calling because today's my wedding anniversary. Well, happy anniversary. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> what can we do for you? Well, just a general scan what the year is going to be like, I guess. What year did you get married in? 79. How's it going? Just fine. Is it a relationship that is filled with love and light? A lot of it, yeah. Well, I really think it's going to be a good year for you. you got a good Mars, trine Moon, a good Venus, trine Pluto on your anniversary chart. And I really think that except for some minor adjustments during the year, emotional adjustments, it appears to be pretty fluid and improving just like ever, okay? Okay, thanks. Happy anniversary. I didn't say it. Okay, bye. Happy celebration. <laughs> okay. Bye. bye. Oh, we almost went to tape. You better watch it. Hi, Pat. Hi, Charlie. How are you? Hi, Charlie. Good. <laughs> How's my favorite guru? Oh, please don't call me that. Oh, but you are. Never miss you. No way. I'm a Viking from the past. I worked for Leif Erikson. We discovered America. I'm still a Viking. <laughs> <laughs> what can we, I'm still trying to absolve this raping and pillaging we did. <laughs> God forgive me. Well, don't put a tape on, but welcome to the fabulous 40s. Okay. <laughs> oh, God. What can I we do for you? I've got kind of a general question. It's about a relationship between a father and a daughter, and it might get complicated here. She has her moon and her Mars conjunct his Pluto 
Mars, and Sun. And what happens when Mars comes around to square all of these planets and then Saturn, which will come around and oppose all of these planets for both of them? How's this relationship? Is it good? Uh, I don't think so. I think it's rather a brutal relationship. I guess, yeah. Well, I would tend to think that uh, there'd either be a tremendous resolution or they'd be blown apart from each other. Actually, someone's life could be dramatically affected here. Someone's health, someone's personal life transition here could be a little emotional. Very, very serious transit here. Major severe, we call it. Yeah, well, right after those planets hit, well, her Saturn opposes his Sun, Mars, and Pluto in the natal chart. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, you better believe that something major is coming down. Okay. And so it's, I like to, I like to kind of, you know, <laughs> it's like the seatbelt sign in the airplane when it goes, fasten your seatbelt is what they say. Now, as soon as these planets go, Uranus is going to come and blast them. Right. That's pretty powerful. Yeah, I hope you should send them both a copy of today's show. Oh, really? Yeah, they may need it. <laughs> okay? Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Let's go to line number six, Susan, a Leo Cancer Rising. Hi. Hi, how are you? Happy Sunday. I'm just kidding. Oh, I hope you have a great day, and I'm a big fan of yours. Thank you. Are you really? A, I'm a big fan of yours, too. You don't know me. Yes, I do know you. Oh. I know everybody. <laughs> do you doubt that? Oh, no, Farley. I don't doubt anything. I can tell you something about your life without even looking at your chart. Okay. Okay, you actually have this thing about romance. You're like a romantic fool. <laughs> okay? Does that make sense? Oh, okay. No? Well, I try not to be. Rumor has it that you've been at occasion. You don't like candlelight, you don't like moonlight, you don't like soft walks on the beach or any of that, right? Oh, I just hate it. I thought so. <laughs> okay, what can we do for you? Let me look at your chart now. I just wanted to get a general scan of the next year and uh, how employment and finances look. You actually appeared to be surging, extremely powerful, better than ever in your whole life for finances. Romance is a very karmic area for you. So, unfortunately, you would have to practice visualizing every day on a regular basis on the general way. I think you're trying to be too specific. Romantically, you might chase after phantoms or impossible dreams, impossible challenges. Okay. Does that make sense? That could be, sure. Okay. You're being very unspecific, Susan. <laughs> you're a very mysterious woman. No, actually, you hit it right on the head. Yeah, I thought so. Okay. Bye-bye. Thanks. Bye. I'm Farley. This is Astrological Metaphysical Radio, the phenomenon of the 80s, KFOX Redondo Beach, 12 noon, your daily show, would you like to listen to? And, oh, it's 12 o'clock. Time to get out of here. I'm going to listen to Farley and that stuff. But anyway, <laughs> today starts our fifth season. Okay, I'm really actually starting it today because of the astrological energy. I like the, uh, the Sun-Moon location and the Venus-Pluto location, so there's no void course moon, so today begins our fifth season. And thanks to all of you people out there. God bless you for your support, because using our charts and services will definitely keep us on the air. To the phones. Let's now go to Ralph, the Gemini, on line 8. Hi, Ralph. Hi, Farley. I've got a question regarding my career. I want to basically know whether or not I'm in the right career field, whether or not I can do it. I've been in med school for six years now with major interferences with my education. And it's tough, isn't it? Yes, it is. <laughs> How do you like those cadavers, too, huh? That was six years ago. Freak you out, though. <laughs> it me a lot less problems than the people alive. <laughs> but it's an easy way to make Farley black out. Just bring a roll of cadaver in. I'm out of there. My astro body goes, you want to do an astral projection? Just bring a cadaver in here. I'm gone. <laughs> but anyway, you really are shown being a wonderful doctor. It's just you are so sensitive right now. You're very vulnerable right now. 
And the last year, it's like there could be a lot of distractions. You are shown great wealth in the coming years. I see. I kind of tend to think that that'll probably be for medicine. I mean, what? After six years of training, what alternative do you have? I mean, it's kind of hard to drive a 16-wheeler unless you go to a truck driving school. And I, I can't see you sitting in a truck all day every day, but some guys do that. But anyway, you are shown a great deal of wealth and activity. I would stick to it. You might have a confidence problem here. I think there's a part of you that doesn't think you can become a doctor. Outstanding. That's my mother. Yeah. Well, then blow her out of the water. Say, Mom, I'll send you a postcard. <laughs> Later, baby. Let's what? talk first. We haven't spoken to each other in about five years. When you introduce yourself to people, yeah. drop the Ralph. And? Add Doc. Thank you. Doc Foster is your new nickname. Thank you. The only way to manifest a doctor when you're in medical school yeah. is to make it happen. Yeah. And people's hearts start calling you Doc Foster. Eventually, you're going to become it. Excellent. There's Doc Rivers. You know, <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that nickname. See you later, Doc. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Let's go to Jerry now, Virgo, Scorpio Rising. Yo, Jerry. Hello, Farley. Hi, Doc. <laughs> no, no, uh, truck driver. Okay, <laughs> okay, truck. I knew it. I knew there was a, there was a 16-wheeler somewhere on the line today. Remember, they've all got radios. <laughs> and truck drivers with Scorpio Risings, man. Yeah. They go berserk, right? Yeah, that's pretty neat out here. You know, we have a good time, Farley. We really do. I know. What kind of truck do you drive? Uh, 18-wheeler. Really? And where do you go to? Just L.A.? I've been to Atlanta and Dallas and... All over. I drive around L.A. mostly now, though. Do you take tapes of the show with you and listen to them on the road? No, I listen to you on the radio, though. Oh, that's cool. Thank you, Jerry. Yeah, I stay around town mostly. I, that overnight stuff it gets kind of old after a while. Well, there's a lot of power in driving an 18-wheeler, isn't it? Yeah, I make million-dollar decisions every minute. <laughs> it's like people go, we better get out of this guy's way or we're going to be putting here. Yeah, it's a real important job. I'm chairman of the board when I'm in there. I'll tell you. Do you have a bathroom? Do you have a room in there, your own private room? In- yeah, I've got a sleeper on it and everything, but... What can we do for you, guy? How about just a general scan? Well, oh, man, next to that guy who just called, Doc Foster, you are really shown major bucks. Do you feel that? Yeah, I feel it. I don't see it yet, but I feel it. Well, do you have any investments? No, not, not really, not right now. It might be time to invest in real estate. Yeah, I've been thinking about that. No yeah, but, I've been being pushed that way. Yeah, because you're shown making a steal, and you're shown making a steal imminent. It's like picking up something at a ridiculous price and almost turning it over a week later for like a hundred grand profit. Yeah, I've been visualizing that, too. Yeah, well, go for it, because... Your Venus is being well-trained by major planets for six years, and we're talking more money, more fun than you could ever imagine. Yeah, well, I go back into a sun square here, or Saturn square, my sun here tomorrow. So. Piece of cake, piece of oh, cake. It's been great, you know. I, I really like it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll see you, JC. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. JC, those initials sound familiar. Let's see. Who's that remind me of? I don't know. Is it? Okay, let's go to Christine on line two, August 14th. <laughs> I'm just kidding. 1948. Hi, Christine. Hi, Farley. My sister from another dimension. (laughs) I love your topic, boy. Talk about being timely. Oh, it's sensational. Feels good, doesn't it? It's great. It's just exactly what I needed. Oh, well, it really has helped, and the reason I'm calling is that I would like to ask a question in regards to career and finances. I like one of your other cars in Woodward. And I just, as the harder I try, I just don't seem to get anywhere. Maybe I'm, I I don't think I'm trying too hard. I know it's out there. You should have been an astrologer. I know. You blew it. You should really be, you were born three days after me, same year, and you have all the makings of, you know you're a philosopher, you're a teacher, you're a counselor. People come to you with their problems. You can resolve them. You should should be getting paid for it. I think you missed your calling. You should. Take up meditation, metaphysics, and astrology and develop a career on the side. And in a couple of years, you'll find yourself doing seminars and such. Don't blow your potential, kid. You've got tons of it. Oh. And you are showing money this year. Your solar return, Venus, Trine, Pluto, 
you are shown buku bucks, like especially October and also in March and July, okay? Oh, great. And thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Andre is a Leo Sag rising. Hi. Hi. Greetings. How are you today? Well, I left in probably more along the lines of what I do, visualization, than astrology, and that's why I'm calling, because I try to listen to what I'm being guided to do, and I was curious as to what's showing up in my chart, if it says the same thing. Are you being... The healing. You're what? feel real drawn to healing. Yeah, well, you see, you have so much love inside of you. You have like a reservoir of love. You know, I like picture this major dam with billions of gallons of love back there. And, you know, love is really the power of healing. A lot of people that have a, a, what we call an unexpressed love or a lot of people that are actually even frustrated with personal relationships can make the best healers. And you do have this Mars in Cancer in your chart, which is just filled with a nurturing, pampering, loving, gentle tenderness about you that really could develop with Uranus in Cancer also, develop your power into being a tremendously powerful healer, almost anything. So I'm totally behind it 5,000%, okay? Is it specifically like I feel right now to start? This is it. Okay. This is your time. Great. Go for it. <laughs> Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. Well, you know what they say where I come from. You can't take it with you, buddy, so you better have a good time now while you're there. Anyway, I did it. So happy birthday to all of you. This show, my gift to you on your birthday whenever it is. See you real soon, weekdays at 12 noon. God bless you all. Bye. <laughs>